Why choose this green church? I came to TGC because I saw a place where I could grow spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force this, um, but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was genuine. Um, TGC make me feel like this is my home. Like I feel old. I feel like I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly, and that is what CGV is all about. Everything we do is based on the word of God. You don't manipulate it to our own benefit. Like you want things good, and that is what we That's why I love There you have it. You have an insightful show. Hallelujah. All right. So, continue our series, you know, wrapping up our series of conversations on, maybe not wrapping up, maybe it's going to happen next, next Wednesday, right? But Sunday is a different topic on Sunday, right? So, um, I want to talk about how to bounce back from setbacks. How to bounce back from setbacks. How winners, how to succeed, bounce back from setbacks. Mark 4, 1 to 20. Mark 4, 1 to 20. And Jesus began to teach by the lake. Quite a gathered around was so large that he got into the boat and sat in, sat in it out of, out of the lake while the people were along the, the shore at the water's edge. He taught them many things by parables. And in teaching, he said, verse 3, Listen, if a man went out to sow his seed, verse 4, as he was scattering his seed, some fell along the path and the birds came, ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched and they withered because they had no roots. Verse 7, other seed fell among thorns, which grew and choked the word so that it did not bear grain. Still, other seed fell on good soil. It came up and grew and produced a crop, some multiplying 30, some 60, and some a hundred times. Then Jesus said to them, Whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. Okay, verse 10. When he was alone, the twelve and the others around him asked him about the parables. He told them, the secret of the kingdom of God has been given to you, but to those on the outside, everything is in parables. Verse 12. So that they may be ever seen, but never perceiving ever hearing, but never understanding. Otherwise, they might turn and be forgiven. Verse 13. They just said to them, don't you understand the parables? The parable. How, we, how then will you understand any parable? 14. The farmer sows the word. Some people are like seed along the path where the word is sown. As soon as they hear it, please look at this. As soon as they hear it, Satan comes and takes the word that was sown in them. Satan comes after the word. Verse 16. Others like seeds sown in rocky, rocky places, yet the word, and at once receive it with joy. But since they have no roots, they only last a short time. When trouble or persecution, look at this, comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. Verse 18, still, others like seeds sown among tongues, yet the word, but the words of, words of life, the sinners of wealth, and other desires of, of, of other things, you know, come in and choke the word, make it unfruitful. 
Verse 20. Others like seeds on good soil, yet the word accept it and produce a crop, a crop, some 30, 60, and some 100 or so. Now look at this. This is the key word for me. That persecution, that's in verse, verse 17. Persecution comes because of the word. So the word here, I want to liken the word here to an idea, a vision, a revelation, something that God told you to do. Okay? So, you see, persecution comes because of that word, gone, gone, gone. So that promise from God, that vision that God gave you, that, that, that project, the idea itself, is what brings its own persecution. Please follow me. So every vision from God will bring its own persecution. Every word from God will bring its own test and trials. So there is nothing like, you know, a, a, a word from God that will go unchallenged. The devil, you know, and, and the world systems will contend against every idea. So please, you must know this, okay? Every, every idea, every vision has its own custom-made persecution. So whatever you are called to be, whatever path you have chosen to take, has its own custom-made persecution tailor-made for your situation. Awesome. I'll take it again. Whatever you are called to be, whatever you are called to be, every idea or promise or revelation or vision for your life comes with its own custom-made persecution. The kind tailor-made for your personality. Okay? That verse earlier, the Bible says, and Satan came to steal the word. So that idea will be contended. Satan will come to steal the word, to corrupt the word, to distract you from the word, to persecute you because of the word. So every revelation will be contended. So for example, the Bible says, by his stripes you were healed. That when you got saved, you were also healed. But guess what? Satan is a, is, a, is a very interesting bastard. What does he do? He wants to contend that word. So he will try to hold on to see, to see if you really believe the word that was said to you. So he will try to contend with your health. He doesn't play by the rules. So he will try. Okay? Because every idea, revelation, promise, word of vision will be tested. So we'll see Joseph, you know, he saw himself, you know, in, as, as a prince. Everyone bowing before him. But guess what? That word brought persecution, brought, brought enemies, brought hatred, you know, and, and, and in some part also maybe his own lack of complete wisdom then also. That landed him, landed him as a slave in Egypt, a prisoner, then, you know, a prince. So we see the word will be tested. Glory to God. So we'll see Mary also. That the, angel, the angel told Mary, says, a sword will pierce your heart. That this sword will hurt you. This sword comes with persecution. Said, a sword, is it, the, is it a, the angel told Mary, or the, prophet told, the prophetess told Mary, yeah, I think in Luke 1, that a sword will, will pierce your heart. So every vision from God has its custom-made persecution. Okay, why? We live in a fallen world. We have an active enemy. All right? We live in a world of contention. So, yeah, every promise will be contended. So, whatever you are doing, whatever idea you are trying to, trying to implement, whatever 
vision or calling you are, you, are, you are called to make. Please understand this, okay? There will be challenges. There will be trials. In fact, if there are no, there are no trials or challenges, you should be worried about what you are doing. They should be worried that, am I really doing enough? Or should I be shooting higher? If things look too smooth, you should think about it well. That, Abby, am I under, under, am I underperforming? Am I underdreaming? Am I under chasing vision? Because if you want to live a comfortable life, you know, you might, you might go through life without challenges. You just want to play, play low, do easy, you know, manage every day and all that. But when you, when you choose to walk on the path that God has set for you, you will be challenged. Trials will come, setbacks happen. Okay? So this must not shock you into your shell. This is important. I say this often. Leadership is not meant to be easy. In business, in family, um, in governance, you know, in education, leadership is not meant to be easy. So stop, stop you know, being shocked by setbacks. It is not meant to be easy. Okay? We say in pigeon, if we day easy, everybody will do them. All right? It's not meant to be easy. So don't let trials shock you into your shell. Okay? So expect it. Okay? Because trials will come on account of the vision. So people that win respond appropriately to setbacks. People that win respond appropriately to setbacks. Usually, you'll be tempted to react emotionally. That would be your, your first intuitive response, the emotional response, right? But that is not how you win. So, for example, people say things like, for example, my boss is unfair. My, my boss is a bad guy like, guy, like the guy in the parable of um, talent. My boss is unfair. My boss is wicked. He's, he's stingy. This company is so annoying, they don't do right by their staff. They only like you when you do eye service. Emotional responses. This company, what they like is also eye service people. Eye service, you know. Emotional, emotional responses. This country sucks. Emotional responses. I will just jack back. Emotional responses. This country kills vision. If I remain, I will just, you know, clinical, clinical. No, emotional responses. Let me just close this business and get myself a job. Emotional responses. I'm quitting this job right now. Even though you have another job yet, no more to feed your family. Emotional responses. So another person will say, everyone, everyone, everyone just leave me alone. Everyone just leave me alone right now. I don't care if anybody, I don't talk to anybody. Everyone just leave me alone. I want to be myself. Emotional responses. I don't even care right now. Just get out. Emotional responses. You and your, 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 your boo. They are fighting. You know, they have challenges. I'm not doing it again. Emotional responses. All right? So people that win, they don't just, they don't just, they, they don't just react emotionally to stuff. They respond aiming to win, not just to cry. The things you break in your moment of anger, they stay broken. Does, does it unbreak when, you, when, you, when your anger goes out? So, you have to learn not to always react emotionally to setbacks if you want to win in life. Such, such responses, they betray for you emotion, emotional unintelligence, immaturity, and a kind of, kind of unstability to, to, to fulfill dreams and destiny. They show you as unsuitable for big dreams and big vision. 
they show you as incapable of succeeding. When, or you, or when, you, when you face setback, what you do is emotional response. It shows, it shows a lack of leadership in your mind. It shows you know, emotional unintelligence. It shows immaturity and instability for your dreams, the dreams you have in your heart. We as leaders, caught with saviors, must avoid this trap. Avoid this trap. All right? So, we've said over time, over the past few weeks, that those that win, they know the rules of winning in life. You understand that to win many times means you do the counterintuitive things. The wise response, not the response you feel like doing. Not, I feel like, so I did it. I was angry, so I said this. They are annoyed, so I said that. They can't come to the call, so I did that. We said, people that win, they do the counterintuitive things. The wise responses, not just what they feel like. Bishop says, I do what I ought to do, not what I feel like doing. So people that will succeed, they do what they ought to do, not what they feel like doing. They react how they ought to react, not, not how they want to, re- not how they feel like reacting. Bible says a strong man is one that can control his responses, that can control his anger. This is stronger than one who takes a city. So strength, there is strength in being, in being able to lead yourself, controlling your responses, being in control even when you are pressured. That is emotional maturity, spiritual maturity. A strong man knows how to put, you know, control his responses. Just remember this. There is a way that appears to be right. But in the end, it leads to death. Proverbs 14.12, NIV. Proverbs 14.12, NIV. There's a way that appears to be right, but in the end, it leads to death. NKJ says, there's a way that seems right to a man, but it, its end is the way of death. So sometimes, with our, with our emotional responses that, that appears to be right, we have found people that kill their dreams, kill their business, you know, even bigger than the challenge, killed, killed, killed it. So they, with their responses, they killed, they killed their businesses faster than the setback would have done it. So, so they commit business suicide, vision abortion, because they reacted emotionally, where they could have reacted logically and wisely. Are we learning? So you must be able to control your responses to life, to challenges, to setbacks. So the appropriate response. First, you must know this. Whatever you are going through is not new. It's not new. It is common to your industry. It is common to your personality type or your community. So whatever you are going through is, is not new. It's common to your personality type, your community, your industry. So don't, don't, don't over-hype challenge. Don't make it challenge feel too important. Don't over IP, don't over glorify it. Alright? You must know the first Corinthians 13. First Corinthians 13. First Corinthians 13. So it says, no challenge has overtaken you. No temptation has overtaken you. Except what is common to mankind. So 
your challenge, no matter how bad it is, is common to mankind. You are not alone. That setback is not, it's not just you. It is common. There are people like you everywhere. So don't feel like, you know, this is too big for me to carry and all that. It doesn't help your case. All right? It says, and God is faithful. He won't let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But every temptation, but when you are tempted, it will also provide for you a way out so that you can enjoy it. So he says, number one, know this, that your temptation, your challenge is common to us, common, common to people. Know that God is faithful. He won't let you be tempted beyond, beyond what you can bear. And when you are tempted, he will provide a way out so you can enjoy it. So number one, your challenge is not new. There are people like you going through the same thing. It's probably, you know, an in, it's something about your industry, your personality, or your community. So you are not alone. That should give you some form of, some form of you know, um, a little comfort. Some comfort. That feeling, I'm, I'm not alone. Other people are probably going through the same things or have passed through the same things. Okay? For example, all women have period. So, you are not alone. Bad example, but you get my, you get my point, all right? You are not alone. Amen. So number two, keep the faith. Keep the faith. Nothing can kill your hopes and dreams without your, your permission. Nothing can kill your hopes and dreams without your, 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 your permission given expressly. Nothing can kill your hopes and dreams without your express permission. Your hope is yours to keep or lose. Your hope is yours to keep or yours to lose. In fact, part of being mature is being able to, to, to own your hopes and dreams such that you don't let what people say or do to be what decide how hopeful or how happy you are. You must maintain the you must en- maintain the ownership of your emotions, ownership of your hopes and dreams. D- don't be the one that, is, that says they said this to me, so I'm, I'm sad. No, no, no. You, you, you can't afford that. You can't give control of your emotions. It's, it is too vital to cede it over to somebody else to control. So, not my friend said this said that you now become sad all day. No, no, you must, you must maintain ownership of your emotions, your hopes and dreams. Okay? You must take feedback. You must take failure, setbacks, as corrective feedback, not the end of the road. Take that again. You must take setbacks, not as failure. Okay? Not, not, not as complete failure. Let's, 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 let's call it for you. You must take failure or setbacks as corrective feedback, not as the end of the road. Yoruba will say, Umelo Danu, Okay? Put that pot out, but the calabash did not break. Awesome. 2 Timothy 1, 12 to 14. 2 Timothy 1, 12 to 14. says, This is why I am suffering as I am. Says, yes, this is no cause for shame because I know whom I have believed and I am convinced that he's able to guard what I've, what, I've kept, what I've kept in his hands until the last day. Okay? What you have heard from me, 
keep as a pattern of sound teaching with faith and love in Christ Jesus. Guard the, the deposit that was entrusted to you. Guard it with the help of the Holy Spirit who lives in you. So he says, even though I'm suffering, right? But this is no cause for shame because I know whom I have believed. And I'm persuaded, I'm convinced that he's able to guard that which I have kept in his hands until the last day. Says, talk, talk, talk to Timothy next. Says, Timothy, guard what, we, guard what, has, they, what has they given to you. Guard it with the help of the Holy Spirit. So, guard your hopes. Guard your dreams. Okay? Keep it close to your heart. Don't let setbacks steal it from you. Alright? Be convinced that God is able to keep that which you have kept in his hands. 2 Timothy 3.14 But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have become convinced of because you know those from whom you learned it. So continue in what you have, in what you have learned, in what you are convinced of. Because you know how that idea came. You know how the vision came. So, you know, when issues come and when challenges come, go back again and remember why you started. Remember your, 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 your real convictions, not, your, not the temporary or fleeting emotions that, that comes with a setback. Okay? You must remember why you began. How you began. How you got the vision. Okay? Let your real conviction sustain you, not the fleeting, temporary you know, emotions of the, of the setback. You must see the three that at its worst, it was cut down, not, not, not uprooted from, from, from the floor. Cut down, not, not uprooted. The tree was cut down and not uprooted. Okay? Job 14, 7 to 9. Job 14, 7 to 9. Says at least there is hope for a tree. If it is cut down, it will sprout again, and its new shoots will not fail. Its roots may grow old in the ground, and its stump die in the soil. Yet at the scent of water, it will bud and put forth shoots like a plant. You see that. So there's hope for a tree. Even though cut down, okay, it will sprout again. At the scent of water, it will bud and put forth shoots like a plant. So there are times when challenges can come and cut your hope, cut your dreams, cut your vision, eat you left, right, and center. You feel down and out. You feel broken and sad. There is hope for a tree that's been cut down. At the scent of water, it will rise again. So see the tree as at worst cut down, not uprooted. You must now keep your roots in the soil. Now, until you remove the roots, there is hope. So meaning that you are responsible for, you know, the, the future of the idea of vision. Your own job is to keep your roots to the ground. Again, that song says, my anchor is in Jesus, you know, my, my anchor is to the ground. You see, we are grounded. Says we are rooted and grounded. So there's hope. There's hope. 
There's hope. You feel the cost, take it again. There is hope. You get the job you thought you had gotten. You thought that job was yours. You didn't get it. Apply somewhere else. Apply to a similar, similar firm in the same industry. It's application. You don't think there's any bank or duty bank. Glory to God. You ask the girl, I should not agree. Ask the next one out. <laughs> Keep going. Amen. All right? Number three. This should be your response. Shame. No go catch us. Shame. No go catch us. Now, I didn't say God no go shame us. That's not possible. God cannot shame us. So, you must go into the place of prayer for fortification. You must maintain a bold declaration. Look at this. That God will cover your nakedness and you come out of this stronger and better. You see that? Again. This should be your response. Shame, no go catch us. So you go into the place of prayer for fortification. And you must maintain a bold declaration that God will cover your nakedness. And you come out of this stronger and better. Philippians 1, 20. Philippians 1, 19 to 20. Philippians 1, 19 to 20. For I know that through your prayers and God's supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, what has, what has happened to me will turn out for my deliverance. All right? I eagerly, I, I eagerly expect and hope that I will in no way be ashamed. So he's saying, I, I eagerly expect and hope that shame will not catch me. <laughs> this one will have sufficient courage so that now, as always, Christ will be in my body exalted, whether by life or by death. So he's saying that through your prayers and through the supply of the Spirit that comes by your prayers, okay, this, this issue, this challenge, this setback shall turn out for my deliverance. Saying, I will come out of this even stronger. I will come out better. I will come out smarter. Glory to God, I'll come out more ready for tomorrow. You see that? Okay? It says through your prayers and the supply of the Spirit that comes by your prayers. This shall turn out for my deliverance. Says, I eagerly expect and hope that I will in no way be ashamed. So this must be your bold declaration. I might look down, I'm not out. It didn't work this time. It's work next time. Glory to God. Shame will not catch us. Glory to God. Number four, in prayer and study, begin to pray for the promised way out. You know, we said, in every challenge and tension, it will provide for you a way out, right? So begin to pray for that promised way out. Like God, you said, you provide a way out so that I will not be overwhelmed, right? So I can enjoy it. Lord, where is that way out? How do I go from this challenge to my next level? How do I turn around this setback? How do I get my vision back on track? How? Okay, you begin to pray for the promised way out. Okay, you are praying 
for that set of water that will repair and restore what was broken or lost. Sometimes it will be a move of God that takes off the challenge, but most times it will be an instruction, an idea, you know, an adjustment to make, an adjustment to make. Okay, it could be an instruction, an idea, or an adjustment to make, a change to make in how you're operating. So, it means that you must see setbacks as a wisdom deficit and pray for wisdom. Okay? And as you pray, study. Okay? You pray for wisdom and study. You are praying in this way for the way out of the challenge. What you must do. Okay? The steps you should take. What you need to know to move from where you are to where you should be. In James 1 5, it does anyone lack wisdom, let them pray. Okay? Ask God that I can sleep right with everyone. Alright? So if you lack wisdom, ask. So you must see that setback as a wisdom deficit. Okay? There is something you need to know to take you from where you are to where you ought to be. Proverbs 3 13. Proverbs 3 13. Proverbs 3. 13. Proverbs 3, 13, 26. Amen. Glory to God. All right. It says, Blessed are those who find wisdom, those who gain understanding, for she is more profitable than silver and yields better returns than gold. She is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can, can compare with her. Not long life is in her right hand. In her left hand are riches and honor. Her ways are pleasant ways, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her. Those who hold her fast are blessed. 19. By wisdom, the Lord laid the earth's foundation. And by understanding, he set the heavens in place. By his knowledge, the watery depths are divided, and the clouds let drop the dew. My son, do not let wisdom and understanding out of your sight. Preserve sound judgment and discretion. There will be what? Life for you. There will be an ornament of grace to your neck. Then you will go, you will go on your way in safety, and your foot will not stumble. 24. When you lie down, you won't be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. Okay? Glory to God. It says, have no fear of any disaster of the ruin that will taste weekend. Get the point here. So wisdom will preserve. Wisdom is how you create. God created the, the world, its foundations by wisdom. So where is the challenge or a setback? You've got to go and download the way out. Amen. So how do we do this? In prayer and in study. No, no, no. Not just prayer alone. No, no. As you are praying, be studying. Be studying. As you are praying, be studious. Do your research. Okay? Buy books. Study. Listen to advice. You know, but do your research. It's very important. Pray and study. Don't just pray alone. Pray and study. 
I believe so much in outworking everybody. So it means, you know, unbelievers that, unbelievers that succeed, they study, right? So we, we study and add prayer. Don't just, don't just pray alone and, and not study. No, no, no. We add work them everywhere. So we study as much or even more and now add faith and God's leads of the Spirit to it. So we study and pray. Pray. We are praying for that set of water that will restore and rebuild that which was lost or broken. All right? Number five. Take your idea through a mastermind test. I'll explain that. Take your idea through a mastermind test. Please, if you are, if you are running a, a business or starting one, this is very important. Listen to me again. Take your idea through a mastermind test. Sometimes we feel because we run on, 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 um, on things that, that are untested. I just, I just that are not tested, you know, um, weak assumptions on tested that, that are not tested. You know, so we run with passion without testing the ideas or assumptions. You run with the way you think the world is in your head. Okay? People run with untested assumptions, running with how they, they think the world is. Okay? Sometimes we overrate the ideas in our head above how the environment actually thinks and relates. You overrate the way things are in your head much more than what is actually on ground. You know? But when you have a mastermind, a mastermind group, just, just a group of people that, a group of people, mastermind group, a group of people that can look at your idea and tell you the truth. That will not pity you. They will not, they will not uh, keep truth from you. So you are now angry. They will tell you, listen to me, they will tell you the, way, the truth, the way it is. Cry or cry, they don't care. But they will tell you, you will hear the truth. People that care about you, when they care about, about your, your current um, ego, they, don't, they, they love you so much, they don't, they, they don't send your ego. They will tell you the truth even though it hurts. So this means they can view your idea without, without bias. They will tell you how your idea is good, how it sucks, without bias. How does this help you? With this, with this, with this kind of feedback, you can make corrections that will make your idea more robust and successful. I tell you, this thing you are doing, it did not make any sense. Hey, so that kind of feedback, you are not beginning to adjust your ideas to, to make it workable in your environment. Otherwise, if you go, go to the market with that kind of idea, the, the, the world rejects it. All right? So you have got to have your own mastermind. People that will tell you the truth about your ideas, you know, your behavior, stuff like that. They care about your, about your success more than your ego. So they'll tell you the truth, even when it's brutal and it hurts your ego. This is important. Don't run into the market with, with an idea that is only, 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 only you believe in it. It, it, likely, it likely will not work. Okay? Don't go to the market with an idea that, that is untested. First, test it with people in your mastermind group. So it means that you should have you know, a group of people, friends or stuff, that are smart. That are, that are knowledgeable, that are practical and real, that actually love you, that love, love you beyond, beyond just you know, make, allowing you to run on error so that they don't, because they don't offend you. Do you understand? You get clear? Good? Clear? Is that good? See, the Bible says the meek will inherit the earth. You know why? 
People, that, people, that, people that, 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 meek, that are meek, they win in life because they are humble enough to accept feedback and make the necessary corrections. That is how the meek in, in areas yet. The meek takes correction. They are, they are humble enough to know, to know that I don't know everything. I need your feedback. So the meek will not be arguing with their ego. They will take the feedback, make adjustments, and succeed. So the meek will do what I need to do to succeed without the drag back of ego. Take it again. The meek will do what, what they need to do to succeed without the, 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 the necessary baggage, the drag back of ego. The meek will not it because the meek will, the meek will, will be humble enough to learn and take correction and make adjustments. So, if you succeed in your, in your life and business, your career, your purpose, you must be meek enough to take feedback. Even when it hurts your ego, you must drop your ego and hear truth and make adjustments. Some people, you, 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 can't, you can't tell them because they argue too much with you. Even when they, even when they don't make sense, they are too, their echoes are in their heads. They argue everything and like, oh, they just feel like much tell you. That will not be you in Jesus' name. Alright? So take your ideas through a mastermind test. Let people, let people give you feedback, okay? Take those feedback. Think about it. Consider it. Pray about it. Do more research, okay? But don't just dump feedback. You must be meek to succeed. You must be meek to inherit the earth. Amen. So even when you think the, 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 the ideas people give you are not correct, that's fine. Okay? But they also, those ideas help you to understand the way your world thinks. So you, can, you, you are better, you are better positioned to sell your idea to the world because now you understand better how the world thinks. Again, even when, even when people's feedback, you think they are totally stupid, right? They don't make any sense to you. That's fine. But they also help you see the way the world thinks. And if you sell to this world, you must understand how they think so you can sell your ideas, your vision, your products to, to, to meet them at the level of understanding. Otherwise, the market will bounce back your idea. Alright? So even when you are sure you are on the right path, but people around you say you are not, that's good also. You should go back and pray some more Pray some more to be sure it is God. Some people, they will, some people, you know, they are so uncomfortable on the ideas that they, they, even though it is their emotions talking, they think it's God talking. But they are so they are so uncomfortable on it. They, they don't know when this thing is no longer God. They are so they are so uncomfortable on it. So you must go back and pray to God. See, when I pray to God, you tell God that God, I want Your will, not mine. As you are telling God, God, be real with me, okay? Be real with me. Tell me. As it is, God, I will cry yes, but I will hear your will. Do you understand? Some people are, everybody, can, everybody is telling you, this thing you are in is silly. But because you are so hung up on it, you are, you are saying, God, to God, God said, God said. But you are the only one saying that God said it. You, only you is saying God said it. You might be running into, into serious error. So you have to go back and pray that God, please, as in, I'm, I'm real with you. Be real back with me. I might hurt and cry. But Lord, Tell me, anyone can tell me if I'm doing right or wrong. You've got to go to God with sincerity. Otherwise, you'll be hearing what you want to hear. You think it's because they're hearing. This happens even to the big place of prophets. So you think, even people that, 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 that have been for, for donkey years, they see the Messiah. So how much more you see learning, learning, learning hearing work? You want to be real with God. Be real. Tell him, God, I want your will, not mine. I want your will, 
not I will do what you say. I will choose your way, not mine. So God, be real with me. Okay? When people get hung up on their ideas, their own vision, they begin to entertain the spirit of error. When we become too, too adamant on what they want, they will pray, they will think they are hearing, but they are hearing the spirit of error. All right? Proverbs 11, 14. Proverbs 11, 14. Proverbs 11, 14. Proverbs 11, 14. Where there is no counsel, the people fail. Where there is no counsel, the people fail. But in the of counselors, there is safety. Okay? In the multitude of counselors, there is safety. In the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Proverbs 22. Proverbs 22. Amen. With that counsel, plans go hurry. A-W-R-Y. How did, how did you pronounce it? A-W-R-Y. You should understand what I'm talking about. Okay? With that counsel, plans go hurry. My feet, when I get to my sign. All right? <laughs> but the motive of counselors, they are established. The motive of counselors, they are established. So you see, you've got to have a mastermind with people, people that can counsel you. Otherwise, plans can go to Go to, to shit. Okay. You get my point, right? Plans get, without counsel, plans get messed up. Don't, don't overrate your, your smartness. People tend to, people just think that only you know, you know what is right. People are telling you, just change this one small. Like, no, is what God told me. But, this thing I'm saying, hey, doesn't work this way, we are talking on it. I can pay, I'm sure it's God they are hearing, not you. Pray and be sure that it is God you are hearing, not your emotions. Proverbs again, 24-6. Book of Proverbs 24-6. For by wise counsel, you will wage your own war. For by wise counsel, you will wage your own war. And in the of counselors, there is safety. In the of counselors, there is safety. All right? If you want to succeed in life, learn to hear other people's opinion. Pass things through them. Hear their opinion. Okay? Stop feeling too smart for yourself. You know, no, no. Your brain, you have just one brain. Okay? Don't, don't overrate your, your, yourself too much so that you don't hear anybody else. Run your ideas through people. Okay? But above all, pray. Pray. Be sure your convictions are real. Let God's Spirit put let the gospel prompt you, you know. When it prompts you, don't, don't subdue the prompt. Okay, pray some more for clarity. Let the truth rise up in your, in your heart. Okay, but you must have this, okay. Have a mastermind of good thinkers that will tell you the truth. Number six. Sometimes, eh, feedback can be damning. Okay, they could actually mean give up on a particular course and do something else. Or, or make a pivot. Okay? The, the feedback, the setback can actually mean, guy, this thing you are doing, there is no way there. Okay? You must, you must know that you must get to this point of, of either to give up, do something else, or pivot by a thinking process, not, not just emotional reaction. That you sit down, okay? You sit down, you 
Look at the issues. Amen. Amen, Bolu. Help me. You sit down. Look at the issues. Look at the factors surrounding it, okay? Then you, you, you come to a decision based on good thinking, not an emotional reaction. Alright? So, feedback can, might mean give up on a particular course, do something else, or make a pivot. Make, you know, a detour, you know, of the vision and the dream. But you must get to this point. True good thinking planning research not just an emotional response response people that succeed are objective not just passionate they are objective some people are so passionate about the ideas they don't they have zero objectivity zero, zero thinking just vibes and passion vibes and fun so everybody can see that this thing is stupid but only you passion passion you know you must, you must, if you succeed in life must be objective. If you succeed in life, you must be objective. Must be objective. Okay? You know, I heard a story of um, a story of an employee, of an employee that listen to me, very, very, very interesting. The guy read a book and saw a new idea in the book and said, in my company we must do this idea. Employee you this idea, we must do as and yes, it's fantastic to change the company, to change the game, we must do this idea. Passion. But what now sent a mail to people in his department. Don't forget that an employee. It's not, it's not the HOD of the department. So sent a mail to everybody, including the HOD, his clinical clinic. Everybody, let's meet on Monday morning, clinical clinical. I have this groundbreaking idea. Sent mail to everybody. Okay? This one said, okay, we'll see you on Monday. But yeah, they're like, what's today? New beast, you know? New business and new ideas, they've come in their heads. So they start for the meeting, and the guy, you know, did PowerPoint, did everything, talk, 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 we want to do this, clinical, do this, do this, so and so way. And the HOD said, hmm, this is fine, okay, we will consider some part of this thing for our next product launch. The guy was angry that, no, 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 you must take the idea completely, not just some part of it. No, no, don't just take some part, it's not work. You must take my entire idea together. And the guy's like, no, relax, okay? We'll consider it and take what works. Okay, okay. It's good, though, but, you know, okay. He was insisting and all that. They left the meeting. So the guy would go about and be telling, you know, people, the people in the department, telling them, call them, call them to the side. And Bola, here's what the HOD did. She doesn't know anything. If you do this, it will work. Leave that Bola. Go to Femi. Femi, my, see what the HOD did. doesn't know anything. He was, he was trying, to, trying to use a coup to get his will done, to get his way, to get his way, you know, to get his idea to be implemented. He did, 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 did. He didn't stop there. Now went straight to the boss of the company. To the boss of the company, this is my fantastic idea. My idea will change the entire company. And the boss said, have you talked to HOD? She said, yes. The boss said, fine. Okay. So, the boss, being a boss, you know how this is work now. Boss now called HOD. Your person said so and so and so and so and so. Of course, HOD was offended because the guy was trying to, trying to, you know, to plan a coup to get his way. So, when they met the next day, boss called him and said, the HOD called him and said, for so and so and so and so, we are taking. To, you know, you have passion, you have ideas, okay? We are taking to another department, clinical, clinical, not to the much lower department. The guy understood that what he just did for him is that we can sack you next. So the guy lost his his, his role because of passion, not being objective. So even though he was smart, he was brilliant, but he, 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 he did not understand how the market works, how companies work. They have passion does not mean you succeed. You must know how to be objective 
in your passion. That means that you must, must know that your way might not be the only way. That you think it's so, does not mean it is so. Yeah, or that. Sorry if you are walking somewhere, I beg in Jesus' name. Don't go and say, must have my way. People like that, don't, they don't rise in life. People see you as too proud, too annoying. So no matter how smart the person is, they don't rise. People promote people that they like. That's where the world works. People promote the people they like. So once they find you unlikable, that's a problem. So some people, because of their passion and their intelligence, they become so, so unlikable, people cannot work with them anymore. That must not be you. It was your objective. You have, you have, you have an, an idea in your company. Present it without, without fighting that everybody must do my way. In fact, if you can't, give them three different ways. Let them choose. In that way, you're still the winner. Give them three choices. They chose one. You get it. That way, you still won. Okay? You won because you, you brought the idea. So I'll tell you, good research, good, good thinking. But not, not that you must take this one and do it now. That's why it works. Okay? If you rise in life, it must be objective, not just passionate. You must, I, I say it every time, you play the game to win, not to cry. You play to win. How do they win in this office? No, no, that kind. My company is unfair. They are not smart. They don't take people's ideas. Okay? The game is the game. Play to win. When you then win, you can change the rules of the game. Okay? When you win, you can change the rules of the game. But till then, play to win. You must take the world the way the world is. If you change the world, start from where the world is, then move the world to where you want, to, where, where, where you want the world to be. You must understand first where the world is, then you can move the world, you can move the world forward progressively. Alright? But if you don't stand where the world is, the world will reject your idea. Reject your vision. Glory to God. Are we blessed? Can we rise? Oosh. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for your word because we are learning and we are getting better at these things. We are wise. We are discerning. We recognize that setbacks happen, but we can rise above them. We have the wisdom to react well. When things happen, you know, that we, that we don't like. You have the wisdom to, 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 to seek your wisdom, to seek the way out of the challenge. In the name of Jesus. Just keep us praying to the Holy Ghost right now. Wherever, wherever you are feeling challenged, wherever you feel it, you have a setback, begin to pray right now that you have the way out. You have the way out. You might be feeling stuck in your career or your dreams. Pray for the way out. Pray for what to do to move to your next level. Pray for what to do to move to your next level. How to beat this challenge. How to beat this phase and rise to your next level. Your career, your ministry, your family life, you know. Pray. There's a way out. Pray for that way out. Pray for that way out. It might be your ministry, your career, your, your education. Pray for that way out. You're feeling stuck, feeling set back. Pray for that way out. God is committed to giving you a way out of it. And it says, says he will provide for you a way of escape so that you are able to endure it. So pray for that way out. Are we praying? Let the Allah dash the Neosis. Let pray get the Allah the Gaza. Elio said, get this to get Amonos. Epro go Susa. Eddie Allah dash to get Disa. We receive that way out. This morning we, we receive that way out. That way out. That way out. In the name of Jesus. This evening, oh God, the way out. We know what to do for this living. We know what to do. To move to our next level. We know what to do. 
we know what to, as, as we study and research, we are led on exactly what to do. We walk in light, we don't err. We have wisdom. We have wisdom. We run on wisdom, not just raw passion. There's wisdom to solve problems. We are creatively equipped for problem solving. We are anointed to solve problems. We are anointed to break through walls and to leap over the wall. Lord, we read in Exodus 31, Exodus 31, 1 to 5, how you bless us I live with creativity, with an anointing for craft. We say this morning we are anointed to solve problems. We are anointed for solutions to rise out of every challenge and set back. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray, O oh God, that the people you have given to me, O oh God, we will create, we will invent, we will do big things, we will solve problems. That we, we didn't come to play small. We, come, we, we have come to, 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 to shine your light to, your, to, to our world so that they can glorify, you know, glorify you, our Father. In the name of Jesus. People of TVC, we create, we solve problems. We are saviors and we arise and solve problems. In, in, in every industry, in science and tech, in education, in health, in governance, in family, in sports, in the media, in the name of, of Jesus, we solve problems. We're equipped with wisdom. It begins now. It begins now. We need to have ideas that are, that, are, that are fantastic, outstanding, and we have ways to implement them in the name of Jesus. That indeed, the God from here will rise saviors, strengthened with grace and wisdom in the name of Jesus. Anyone watching us or you listen right now, and you want Jesus in your life, you just know that right now you need Jesus. You know you, need, you, don't, you just know this, this is the time to decide for Him. Okay, how do you get saved? You believe that Jesus Christ died, and in dying, He paid the price for your sin. All right, His death, His suffering on the cross, and His death paid the price for your sin. Okay, He not only died, He was buried, and He was raised back up again to give you a brand new life. So, in his, in his brand new life, you also find a new life. So, when he died, he died your death. You know, because the Bible says, wages of sin is death, okay? So, in his death, you know, he paid the price for your sin. He paid the death price so that you don't have to die for your sin anymore. He was buried and he rose up again. So, when he rose up again, he rose up to give you a brand new life. So, if you believe that Christ died for you, rose, and he was buried and rose again, you know, and you, and you confess him as Lord over your life, you are saved. Alright? So just, just say this prayer after me. Say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, I come to you this morning, this evening. You know, I believe you died for my sins. You were buried and you rose again to give me a brand new life. Lord, this, morning, this evening, I confess you as my Lord and Savior. I am born again. Amen. So you said this prayer with, with me right now, you are born again. It's as simple as that, okay? It's as simple as believing and confessing this lordship by your life, all right? So help us to reach you, to know, to help you walk this journey, okay? Send us a mail, info at thisgreenchurch.org, info at thisgreenchurch.org, info at thisgreenchurch.org, info at thisgreenchurch.org, all right? Hope you were blessed by the sermon. Feel free to visit our website www.thisgreenchurch.org for more info. God bless you.